Gee, hello there, and welcome to the Fox Den. Nistu Anagok Biksipidaki. I am Andrea Truejoy Fox, your host for Talks with a Fox. I'm happy you have joined me on this colorful adventure of self-discovery and lifelong learning. Throughout my journey, I have met some amazing human beings who are living inspirational and intentional lives as they fulfill their purpose and share their gifts with the world. I am excited to share these conversations with you, as well as some stories from my life as a Blackfoot woman, Nitsitabyaki, and as a teacher and artist who is navigating through this exciting and beautiful world we live in, challenges and all. So grab a tea or coffee and get ready to feel inspired as you reflect on your own exciting journey and your connection to the world. We are in this together, and there is so much for us to learn and share. Let's do this. Be sure to stop by our Instagram page at Talks with the Fox Podcast and our Facebook page as well at Talks with the Fox Podcast and, of course, our Buzzsprout website. And that way you can always keep up with all the updates. It means so much to me that you are on this journey with us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talks with the Fox podcast. I'm your host, Andrea. And today is a super special day because I get to talk to one of my amazing former colleagues slash laugh out loud, disrupting staff (laughs) meetings and all that good stuff because, you know, teachers, (laughs) Uh, Mr. Guy Robert Morin who is just an incredible person and he's that person that you see and you just want to get a nice hug from and you know that you're going to walk away with a good story. And second of all, I have his other half, his counterpart, (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Stephen Haney. And I'm so honored to speak with these two wonderful, beautiful souls because they have a story to share. And we're going to get into that right away here. So welcome, Guy, and welcome, Stephen. Oh, thank you, Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Thank you. Yes, look at that. By the way, Guy is Cree. I'm Blackfoot, as you know. Like... I remembered that. <laughs> A plus on the Blackfoot. And I should also say Dunze as uh, well. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree with all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get into it right away here because I know some of your story, but I want to know more. How did you two meet and who approached who? Now, be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a story in itself. Well, I'll start, and then Stephen can can edit it, I suppose, or we can uh, we he can stop me and tell me if I'm I'm going into too long of a detail. Yeah. Uh, so when your Calgary Flames were doing your fabulous run in 2004, uh, I had gone down to Calgary with a friend of mine, and at that time, uh, bef- you know, really before Facebook, there was kind of uh, gay.com, like a chat room. And so I knew lots of other fellow sisters on there, and we were uh, invited to a barbecue. So I go to this barbecue with one of my girlfriends from Edmonton, and, um, you know, we're there, and we've, we know, I'm talking to their other friends that I've met online and, you know, kind of like my, my new friends, my buddies, and, uh, you know, having a good time. And 
there's a knock at the door and in walks in this guy and uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm like eyes are wide open right like you know deer in headlights I'm kind of like looking at the door because he's really really good looking and uh, and uh, my my best friend she's like who's that guy and I'm like I don't know but holy right so um, he comes in and they welcome him and he goes uh, who's guy I'm like oh uh, me and he had this gift for me. It was and it was a joke gift. So one of the friends I knew online um, was a Calgary Flames fan, and he knew I was an Edmonton Oilers fan. So we kind of went back and forth. Well, Stephen was friends with this guy and gave him he gave Stephen this Calgary Flames sticker to kind of insult me. So <laughs> that's how Stephen and I, you know, first got introduced to each other. So we hit it off. Well, I kind of pursued him. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say that we hit it off. This is where the story gets interesting. Oh, okay. So, well, I had to kind of get him talking to me, so I, I kind of <laughs> I flirted uh, extensively. I wouldn't even call it flirting, to be honest. It was more like staring at me from across the from the dining room to the living room while I was trying to eat and giving me the eye and sort of like little nod to come on over. <laughs> and I was like, I'm in this room with people that I've never met before. Didn't meet any of, don't, didn't know any of his friends from Edmonton. Didn't know this guy whose house I was at for a barbecue, um, like just aside from online. And so he's like, keeps on being like, hey, come on over, come over here. And his friends are telling me, don't, don't go over there. I'm like, why? They're like, don't bother going over there. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, this is really awkward. So oh, I had a bad boy reputation. I guess I guess they were trying to warn me about that, but without actually saying he has a bad boy reputation. <laughs> we continue on in the barbecue for a while, and then finally I decided, okay, I'm going to indulge this crazy guy over there and just go over and talk to him for a minute. As a matter of fact, it didn't really take me that long, I don't think, because he was pretty hot. So, <laughs> So anyways, I went over and started talking to him, and... That's kind of how we met. We just hung out for the rest of the night. Yeah, I flirted like crazy. I, I flirted like you can't believe I flirted. It was, it was, um, it was fun. It, I, I, when I look <laughs> back at it, it was a lot of fun. I had so much fun that night with uh, with Stephen. Uh, we just <laughs> like we almost like forgot everybody else, and we were just talking to one another. And yeah. of course, I was flirting to get a kiss and all that. You know, trying to. <laughs> trying to move him really, really hard, and and um, you know he's like, no, I got a boyfriend. I did kiss him at the end of the night. Yes, he did. Yeah, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty easy that way. I give away kisses like candy. <laughs> so, so it paid off. That's only because I asked about a hundred times. But um, we, uh, he offered to give me a ride back to the hotel, and so you know here's this guy and just met this guy and I'm like, you know, well, maybe he'll, you know, maybe he'll come back up to the room. That's what you're trying to say. So he gives me a ride in his car and, um, you know, we're we're driving and he's like, puts on his music and it's April wine. And I'm like huge classic rock buff. You know that Andrea, we both share Uh great music taste together. And I love April wine. I'm like, oh, my God, you like April wine? And he's like, yeah, you do? And I'm like, yeah. And so it was like a kismet moment for me. And I really pick up on those things, you know, when you make those kind of connections. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, there we are blasting April wine. And then I get a taste of what he's like behind the wheel. And that scared the shit out of me because he's like driving like 150 on, on the deer foot. And, and I'm like holding on for dear life. And he's like this speed demon. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die before I even get to the hotel. <laughs> you know how the different traffic is. You got to go with the flow, right? Yes, I'm with you on that, Stephen. Yeah. Yes. So, it wasn't quite 150, <laughs> maybe like 110, maybe 120. Just so you know, my husband never drives. He, I never allow him to drive. He never drives when we're together because I would, I would I, uh, God knows if I'd make it there alive. <laughs> so we pull up to my hotel the next day and um i'm you know of course I'm, I'm trying to lure him to come upstairs and talk and um <laughs> he's like no i have a boyfriend i told you that and i'm like well why are you here with me you can't <laughs> so, anyways i used a rather uh nasty word i called him a blank tease and uh <laughs> but we, we just had so much banter back and forth and it was fun and we, i just remember laughing a lot with him and i just i just adored him i just thought he was so handsome he was so funny and um i you know i was really smitten and so he left and um dropped me off and uh over the next few weeks, kind of, we kind of flirted back and forth online on, on Facebook or sorry, gay, gay.com mm-hmm. and, um, flirted back and forth with one another and, um, wasn't really going anywhere. Cause I kept asking if he was single, are you single yet? No. Are you single yet? No. Are you single yet? No. Are you single? Yet? <laughs> so, so eventually I just stopped kind of talking to him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's about six, six weeks later, Steven. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was quite some time because, in between, in between the time you stopped talking to me and the time that we started talking again is when I became single. So it had to have been about at least a month or, you know, or so between that period. Did that have anything to do with the, you know, the very handsome prospect guy? <laughs> You're suddenly becoming single? Well, no, like I had moved from Jasper Calgary uh, to go to school and stuff like that. And um, the person that I was with was still up in Jasper. And, like, we got along and everything, but it just wasn't... I wasn't feeling the same feelings. Like, I wasn't really in love with him. So I finally just had to, like, end it. And then, I mean, of course, meeting Guy was kind of like, uh, oh, who's this guy? Like, I really would rather, you know, play the field a bit as opposed to being tied down in this relationship that I wasn't sure I really wanted to have anymore. You could say it kind of played a bit of a part. Um, so, yeah. So then once we finally started talking again, I think I probably came out and said, I'm single now. <laughs> <laughs> All the single ladies. <laughs> yeah. Right? Put your hands up. Yeah, and, and by that point, that point, I was kind of, I was kind of trying to play aloof to it. I wasn't trying to make a big deal out of it. And, oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> we had made plans to go back to Calgary on uh, Canada Day weekend, and um, he saw the back and forth that was going on with other friends about meeting up at Boys Town, all that. And um, so he said, "Oh, well, maybe um, when are you going to? When are you getting here?" And I said, "Well, Friday night." And he's like, "Well, maybe I'll see you there." And I'm like, "Ah, again." <laughs> <laughs> 
So I just kind of responded back, like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, meanwhile, I mean, I really want to see him, of course, right? So Yeah, I, you're playing it cool. Yeah, so I show up. And all of a sudden, and all my all the friends that I know there are there, and we're all kind of having a good time. And then he walks over, and he's like, and he's like, "Oh, I made it!" And I'm like, "Oh, good to see you." So I played aloof, <laughs> and I just kind of happened to ask him if he wanted a drink. And so I bought him a drink, and um, we spent seventy two hours hooked by hooked, hooked to each other <laughs> for the rest of the weekend. Were you trying to say hooking up over the weekend? Well, attached to the hip is what I wanted to say. Oh, okay. No. Well, not you. Well, (laughs) I'll give you some backstory to this whole Boys Town thing, too. So, yeah. The night before. Okay, go ahead. No, no, just wait. So, like, the night before he was coming down, um, I decided that I needed to get some new clothes. So I went to the um, TD Square Mall in downtown Calgary, because it's close to where I was working at the time. And I basically walked into, like, Club Monaco and bought, like, I don't know how many hundreds of dollars worth of new clothes because I had to make sure I looked good. So, anyways, that's fine. We, I ended up going to the bar, to Boys Town, that following night to meet up with Guy. I was all excited and nervous and, like, butterflies in my belly and everything, right? Um, so I get there, and that's when we start talking or whatever. And he asked me if I want a drink, and I said, sure, I'd love one. Um, I said, I'll get a Vodka 7. He said, okay. So anyways, he goes off to get the drink. And I'm like looking, following him where he's going. He goes over to the pool table to talk to this other dude. And so I, I decided that, no, 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 no. You know what? I'm getting this guy. Whoever he's talking to is not. <laughs> so I walked over and just stood right in front of him and said, actually, I want a vodka seven, but you got to make sure it's a tall glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of started that whole situation and then like i said like we spent the night at the bar then we went back to my place and then we, he went back to his hotel and then i went over to his hotel later on that day and we just spent the whole rest of the weekend together yeah and, and you know <laughs> yeah and then um it was a friend of mine a friend of mine said that the day we were, we were packing up to go, he said, you should really go say goodbye to Steven in person at work. And I said, you think so? I mean, wouldn't that be kind of a little weird, like stalkerish? He's like, no, no it'll, be, it'll be a really great dresser. So I, um, I get, uh, get all kind of nervous and all that, but we, we check out the hotel. We drive over to Steven's hotel that he's working at. And I go in, he's busy behind the desk and he sees me, smiles, and then he comes over and I like, I just wanted to say, you know, I had a great weekend and, uh, you know, I, hopefully we can see each other again. And, um, you know, I was nervous and I, you know, but I really meant it. Um, and then he started crying and, uh, I just, just, this just made my heart just kind of explode. And I just knew at that moment that, uh, he was, he was my guy and, um, just, just the way he responded really, uh, moved me. And, uh, we were, we've been together since, uh, July 2nd, um, 2004. And, um, 
you know, we're, we're coming on 17 years now. Uh, we got married in 2008. So four years after we got together, we, uh, got married and, um, it's been, you know, 13 years married and four years together. So 17 years all together. But yeah, um, if you could see the moment, it was just really sweet. And I love my husband very, very much. So that's, that's, yeah, that's how we, uh, that's how we became officially a couple. I love yes. it. That's the long story of how we got together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> feeling there's some other details that we're we're missing here but there's probably a few details that you don't need to hear maybe in private on the podcast yeah don't edit it to television oh. <laughs> oh my gosh i just love that and you told the story so beautifully. You took me along with you. You know, I went to the barbecue. I went to the hotel. Well, you guys left me outside the room, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I love it. And that's the thing. Something I'm learning is that when love happens, it happens in a most unexpected way, not to sound cliche, but just hearing your story and the other couple I talked to, it's so incredible. And I feel so inspired just hearing you two talk about it. And I remember meeting you, Stephen, at the school when you came to visit Guy. And Mm -hmm. I can see why Guy fell for you. You're you're a sweetheart. (laughs) You both are. (laughs) Thank you. All right. I want to know who proposed to who? How did that happen? That's a whole story. This is... This is not, this is not, this is not my shining moment. So, oh my God, so far from a shining moment. It was like the worst. It's so unromantic. So, I'll let you Now we have to hear it. Oh my God. It's honestly, seriously, you're going to be like, what? <laughs> so, anyways, we had, we had talked about it before, right? Like, you know. Maybe we should get married, blah, blah, blah. So the backstory to that is that Guy had previously been married many, many years ago. Guy's been a little gun-shy about the whole marriage thing for a while. And I've been like, you know, maybe we should do it. Maybe we should do it. And he's like, no, no, not right now. Like, just whatever. It's not really, not something I'm looking, looking at at the moment. So time goes on. We're like living together and, you know, sharing our lives together and basically common law because we've been together for four years. So. Technically, we were common law. And then one day, we were doing laundry and washing our bedding and everything and uh, making the bed after everything was dry. And so I think, I don't know, whatever we're doing, putting the fitted sheet on or putting the duvet in the duvet cover, whatever it was. The guy looks over at me and he's like, so do you want to get married? <laughs> and I'm like, sure, why not? <laughs> he's like, he's like, Okay. Let's do it then. (laughs) That is literally the proposal I got. (laughs) Like, is that not the most unromantic way to propose? But we had an amazing wedding, though. We had a fantastic wedding. We had a great honeymoon. We we, we made up for it. Definitely. But yeah, no, I was gun shy. I just, I... I'd been married before and it was a, it was a, it wasn't a great experience. It was, you know, I won't go into detail, but I was just, I was just hurt by the, by the whole 
process of being married. And I didn't want Stephen just to be another one that I married to. And then what if it doesn't work and all that. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then, you know, we got to four years and we, we were doing it and, you know, we got to the four year mark and I think I had said something before, well, let's see if we make it to five years or something or seven years oh. or whatever. Yeah, no, you actually said like, you did say that you said, you know, something like four years is kind of like my, my benchmark or whatever. Right. It's sort of like yeah. that's where you, where you would end things. So if you make it past the four year mark, so we, get to the four-year mark and that's when he's like okay we've hit the four years and i'm still happy so why don't we get married <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> I, yeah i didn't do the one you but you know we we definitely made up for it mom you know uh i gotta really put a lot of uh, thanks to my mother um mm-hmm. because uh my mother uh paid for our wedding and uh you know, she took Stephen in as her son. She considers Stephen her son. And my mother is a huge uh, gay advocate. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, nothing made me prouder than to have my mother there. And yeah. my mother welcomed Stephen in, and my family. Like, we mm-hmm. had so many of my family at the wedding. And then we were, we were blessed to have also Stephen's relatives there. And, you know, we had, um, we had well over 100 people, I think, mm-hmm. at our or at our wedding and at our reception, we yeah. um, we had a reception at a Greek restaurant, which was just um, it was called Katuki's in the West End, and it was just a, it was a great time. And uh, those friends and family um, sent us on our honeymoon to New York, and uh, that was even even more special because Steve and I had oh <laughs> honeymoon <laughs> stories we could tell you. That's a different story. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow. That's where the apple teenies come in, Andrea. Yeah. Okay, in the big apple, that only makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like we can tell we can tell parts of the honeymoon story. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to go through with that. <laughs> well, okay. So you want that story? Well, just wait, let her ask for something. Okay, go ahead, Andrea. <laughs> yes, we're we're definitely hearing the apple teeny story, so <laughs> Hold on to that thought. Um, I just wanted to go back to the engagement. Um, Like, yeah, that, again, I I just have to say, like, yes, obviously I'm team Guy and Steven. So just putting it out there. (laughs) You know, that, the way it happened, again, you know, in a moment that, you know, we may consider just doing our everyday stuff, laundry and making the bed. But, you know, sometimes it's in those moments you realize the things that are most important to you or the person and why you love them so much. And I think that's actually really romantic. You know what? We, we didn't go into detail, Andrea, about the, the, the whole planning. The planning was, was really beautiful. Um, hey, Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. Finding, you know, going to get the, uh, the cards done and the invitations done walking into this stationary store. And I said, yeah, I'd like this for our wedding. And they were like eyes wide open. Cause I think we were the first gay couple to go in there. Um, okay. and then finding our, finding our church where we could get married. And at that time it was legal, just passed. Right. And um, yes. we had the most amazing minister. Oh, she was wonderful. She was just she was. the kindest, kindest, woman you could ever meet we just loved her and we were fortunate enough to have her marry us and she walked us through the whole uh ceremony and what we wanted and 
you know, going to get our tuxes and everything was uh, uh, our photographers, eh, Stephen? Yeah, yeah, it was really great. And we had the best wedding music, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I love April Wine, by the way. I'm on fire for you, so. <laughs> um, our wedding song is... Uh, Ryan Dan was our actual, like... Yeah, Ryan Dan, the face. Um, the, the girl doesn't wear makeup. We had um, Halo by Beyonce and Whitney, Whitney Houston. <laughs> My love is your love. Yeah, yeah. however she says it. <laughs> but I was going for a big kind of ending with a big kind of fancy disco dance song and love and blah, blah, blah. And of course. So I, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, um, was, uh, didn't we have Alicia Keys too? Yes, that's it. I think it's called No One. Oh, yes, No One. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, can you remember our song? Well, it's been forever. How am I supposed to remember that? <laughs> Uh, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Alicia Keys. Duh. Duh. So we ended on that one and we ended on Whitney Houston. Yeah. And we like, we kind of like skip danced out of the, um, <laughs> <laughs> out of the church, like into the hallway. Right. It was so funny. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was really, it was really, really great. Like it was awesome. It was such a great wedding. And the reception afterwards at Katuki was awesome. The staff there were amazing. We kind of got to know the um, owner and slash chef, Theo. He had the nicest teeth in the world. (laughs) He was pretty handsome. Yeah. I used to always, every time we go there, I always say, oh my God, he's got a nice set of teeth. Stephen Stephen would start laughing like he's not a horse. I'm a teeth person too, so oh, it's, it's important, right? Do you want to see some mangled mouth, yeah. or would you like to see some nice teeth? <laughs> exactly. But we had this really um, this photographer that we had. She was just coming out of, uh, I think, college, and it was kind of her just start up business. And um, she did just a phenomenal job. She had some great pictures of us and our wedding pictures. I, I love, she did such a, such a great job on them. And I'm, I'm really particular with pictures because, you know, I'm the kind of person that takes, I get, you know, one good picture out of 50. <laughs> Steven, that, uh, he, that's Steven <laughs> photogenic. Everybody goes gaga when he takes pictures of, oh, my God, your husband's so handsome. Oh, my God. Blah, 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 blah. So I, I have to hear it every time in a picture with Stephen. And Stephen never takes a bad picture. So for me, I got to, like, you know, you got to do, like, several pictures before I'm happy. It's true. Well, it's true. The guy has to take pictures multiple times before he's happy. I'm not, not saying that I'm so photogenic, which I am, but... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I actually, it's funny because I've only. No, he's not. He's not cocky. He's just seriously. Stephen takes good pictures. That's just. That's just him. My 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 husband's handsome. I know that. I always bug him about it. Right. I always. He I does. tell him now that we're getting older. I said, if anybody asks, I say, tell them I'm the pretty one. Yeah. But in all seriousness, like if I were taking a picture of myself, like with a self, like taking a selfie. I like literally yeah. have to like five or six of them before I find one that I like because I don't think it looks <laughs> good. But that's just me. 
So yeah. I think that's what we all do. Like, yeah, like yeah selfies there's... are so hard sometimes, right? Yeah. Just like, oh, I don't look. Very yes. Good. <laughs> oh yeah. Bad lighting. Don't even get me started on selfies. Selfies that would take me a hundred <laughs> pictures to get one picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, our our oh. latest thing, you know, Angie, before we were doing the podcast, I thought I thought we were going to be. Uh, 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 videotaped or video recorded yes. as well. So I was bugging Stephen all week. Actually, I've been bugging Stephen for the last month to dye his goatee because he's looking like an old man now. And I said, "You got to dye your goatee. We're not going. You're not going to be on video. It's 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 audio." I'm like, "Oh, well, why did I dye?" <laughs> so I dyed my goatee the other day, right? So I was thinking that you were going to do this video broadcast too. So. No, I have a sexy silver beard. In all seriousness, though, it was uh, it was really good. We had like the most amazing wedding, and um, yeah, it was phenomenal. It was great because it was like, basically closed the restaurant. They closed half of the restaurant for us, and when the rest of the um, people for the night, they closed the restaurant and let us just have the place to ourselves. So we partied with our friends. The staff, we were smashing dishes on the floor and plates. Oh, yeah. And yeah. yeah. Pouring, we were dancing and they were free pouring ouzo into our mouths as we were dancing. And it was just amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a blast. It was just, oh, it was a fantastic time. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Well, that I'm not surprised, just knowing mm. the two of you. And is it something you guys would do again, like um, a renewal of the vows? Like maybe when you hit the 20th mark or the 30th mark, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to ruin it for me, Andrea. Of course, I'd love to do that. I'd do it right this time. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I don't know. It'd be kind of fun to go to like San Francisco and do it at like Dolores Park. Oh yeah, that oh San Fran definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. we did New York on our honeymoon. We should do San Fran as our next. You should come, Andrea. You and your husband. Uh yes, I already invited myself. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should seriously. It'd be awesome. And if you've never been to San Francisco, you would love it. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I would love to love, yeah. love, love to. And you guys are coming to our celebration too. So I told my husband they're on the wedding list. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know it, darling. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. I got to hear this apple teeny story. Okay. Tell us. <laughs> Spill the tea. I'll tell it because I don't think he remembers it. So. Oh, I remember it. <laughs> well, okay we'll see how much you remember there dear uh, okay. so we had uh we had the honeymoon in uh new york uh a month later in august and it was vent um the whole thing was like from we got bumped up to first class it, uh it, you know going from denver to new york um, getting in New York, getting in LaGuardia, taking the cab into Manhattan and getting into our hotel. And it was just, you know, it was, ugh, it was like fantastic. And we got to do so many things. We got to go on the sex in the city tour, which they loved us oh. because we were like the gay couple that knew all the trivia questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we got to see, you know, all the sites and, um, uh, one of the things that I uh, really want to do, just um, when we got to New York, um, being a huge advocate of our gay history, 
And knowing our history and, and having pride in the LGBTQ uh, community and knowing that history, I've always been an advocate, just like you have, Andrea, and as my husband, mm-hmm. too. Um, I wanted to see Stonewall, right? I, I just felt this, it was like a pilgrimage that I had to do, just like Muslims go to Mecca, mm-hmm. right, to, to do that pilgrimage. I knew that Stonewall was important because it was a significant, you know, historical place. And so Stephen mm-hmm. agreed that we'd go and find it. Well, <laughs> we, we tried to find this place um, after uh, the Sex in the City tour, and, you know, at that point, they weren't telling us, they weren't sharing where um, Carrie lives, right? In that little kind of her uh, brownstone. They weren't sharing mm-hmm. that address because the owners uh, had too many people coming to the door. But the tour guide oh. who just loved us, she gave us the actual address. So we got there. <laughs> of course. And uh, took our picture, blah, blah, blah. I was all excited. Then we tried to walk to find where Stonewall was. Well, we were lost in, in the village. And... Thank God the NYPD they stopped us and asked us if we needed any help, and they pointed us in the direction. Walked to Stonewall, and it was it was like for me it was a tactile experience. I had to put my hands on the outside wall, and you know Stephen took pictures of me, and I it was incredible because you know it was the site of the gay rights movement, and to me that was so special. And you know Stephen got it. So we decided to go in, right? So it's cool and it it's old and it's you know you kind of it looks like an old well yeah it's it's an old bar so you know, we go in and we, we sit there and we ask you know for cocktails and we I had to think another we had cosmopolitans but Steve wanted an apple teeny and so we're sitting there <laughs> meeting new people and meeting the bar staff who just love us, right? Because we're, you know, married couple on our honeymoon, blah, blah, blah. From, we're from Canada and they love Canadians. And, and we're sitting mm-hmm. there and having our cocktails and meeting all these people. And my husband just is like drinking these apple teenies like no tomorrow. He just loves them. He's like, <laughs> oh, I just love yeah. these apple teenies. Yeah, I was patting them back pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. And so... <laughs> And, you know, an hour or so passes by and Stephen slowly starting to kind of crouch to the side <laughs> and, and, and I can tell he's, he's, he's feeling it cause he's, he gets really loud when he has a, a couple. So he's laughing he's being loud and he's having his apple teenies. He's having fun. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to get sick. So he goes to the bathroom. I didn't even go to the bathroom. You, you go to the bathroom. Did you, didn't you go to the bathroom? No, I think I no, because from what I remember, no, you went to the bathroom, you got sick, and then you then you were fine, and you started all over again. No, I'm pretty sure I just pushed my bar stool back a bit and put my head down and puked on the floor, and then continued to drink. No, that was another time, dear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I do remember going to the bathroom at one point. I do remember going to the washroom at one point, but I think I just went to go pee. Yeah. But he was, yeah, so he went, he went, he rolls and throws up, comes back, he's all ready to go again. <laughs> so, yeah, I emptied so, my system, so I was ready to go. And so he's out, then, so for the rest of the night, he's, he's on a full, he's on a full, like, volume up, you know, like, maximum. He starts arguing with these guys outside on the street, and I'm just laughing. He was just too funny. 
But oh, yeah, yeah, my husband is a lot of fun to to hang out with. So him. dangerous, though. I mean, New York City in the middle of the night, arguing with some stranger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we uh, we we did the tour of New York. Um, it was uh, we went to uh, Ground Zero. Um, it, it was it was wonderful. We went to uh, Statue of Liberty. It was uh, one of the best moments of my life, and I I always have the best time with Stephen on trips. We just we have so much fun, you know. We went to, we went to the Guggenheim. Saw the Guggenheim. Mm-hmm. We oh yeah yeah. I got tickets to David Letterman, so we got to go see a taping of David Letterman when he was still taping. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then we managed to get tickets to George Michael because our hotel was directly across the street from Madison Square Garden. So we were like... No way. I'm yeah, so like, jealous. That was yeah. our highlight. Yeah. And of course, that oh sister, my God. course, that sister was two hours late for the concert. She <laughs> she took her time getting on stage. And we're like, oh, my God, is he going to cancel? <laughs> and we were literally waiting in our seats for two hours at Madison Square Gardens for the concert to start. But it was well worth it, though. We had... And, you know, now that he's passed, um, which I miss him, I, George Michael is wonderful, right? Yes. Just, and he's such an yes. incredible icon. Um, yes. That I feel, I, I feel privileged, and I'm sure Stephen does too, that we actually got to see him. And he mm-hmm. was he was utterly brilliant. He was so talented. And we met his dog afterwards. Yeah, we met his dog. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> of course you would. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Just on that note, yes, I love George Michael. I don't cry over celebrities when they die. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't know them and just but when he passed away, I was so sad. I like yeah. sobbed. Yeah. I and agree. It, yeah, and yeah. you know, something that I learned was that he was a huge philanthropist and he didn't publicize it. He didn't want anyone to know the stuff that he was doing mm-hmm. to, you know, where all his his uh, chari- charitable donations were going to. He mm-hmm. he made it his business to keep it anonymous, and of course, you know they talked about it after he passed away. Yeah. And he's somebody I would have loved to have performed. So I get to live my dreams of seeing him through YouTube. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, we we can tell you. Oh, uh, we were so loud. We were we were dancing, and our hand our hands were so swollen by the end of the night from clapping and dancing and. <laughs> and we were, you know, of course, we knew the lyrics, the songs, and um, yeah. So there's there's some songs where George Michael swears in, and Steve and I were just belting that the swear part out, <laughs> and the, the the people around us were just kind of like, oh my god, what are they saying? <laughs> he, he just had, they just loved everybody. It was just incredible. Everywhere we went, they knew we were on our honeymoon, and everybody treated us like just like gold. We went to a comedy club. <laughs> See them mm. a comedy club, and the owners and the manager bought us drinks. The comedians uh, interacted with us, and everybody, everywhere we went, we were treated with so much love and kindness. And it was, it was, it was, it was so memorable. That was the club. That was the comedy club we went to in Hell's Kitchen, right? Yeah, over by the um, the port, the plate, the bus. Station, mm-hmm. whatever the hell it's called, Port Authority. Port Authority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, New York was amazing, wow. though. Like it was just so beautiful, and the people people were surprisingly friendly. But that's the way it should be, and the fact that you two got along so well because traveling together is a whole other thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, we. That's well. 
We used to travel a lot. We haven't traveled in a long time. And that's the one thing I miss. And I mean, I'm sure everybody misses that now. I mean, once COVID is mm-hmm. complete, right? I mean, I think everybody, if we can get this taken care of, I think everybody's going to be going on traveling like crazy once they get this under control. Mm-hmm. And that's just something Steve and I always enjoy doing together. We just have so much fun. And mm-hmm. people, people ask us, you know, how do you guys last so long together? And I, I say, and, and for me, this is one of the main reasons or a huge reason why Steve and I are still married is we laugh. We have, we have the best time together. We could be at home doing nothing and just Stephen and I just laugh and laugh and we find we you know we'll joke about things that we see or joke with each other and um my husband always makes me laugh we always have a great banter with one another um even when he gets mad at me you know still we, you know we make up and but you know my we laugh a lot and I I have to say that has a lot to do with it because mm-hmm. there's there's that kind of joy that you have right and what what brings up your spirit right what makes you feel good inside in your heart and your mind is when you have laughter and so for Stephen and i we we create a lot of that you know and we have some we've gone through some some hellish waters together um not by our choosing but uh you know we still uh-huh. find we still find humor in, in, in some of the dark moments but i i'd have to say that quite honestly andrea that we're together for a long time because we, we kept, uh, we kept the humor and the love there. And I have to put my, take my hat off to my husband because when we used to have those real tough moments where I thought that this relationship was going to be over, Stephen, mm-hmm. <laughs> Stephen would always say to me, I'm like, okay, well, let's just, let's just end it. And he's like, no, we're not ending <laughs> And he literally tell me, he literally kind of stomp his foot and kind of, you know, make this last statement. No, we're not getting, we're not getting, we're not separating. That's it. End of discussion. And that usually was it. So <laughs> I'd shut up. And <laughs> Stop being dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's really surprising when guy actually shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> because usually he doesn't yeah. guy loves i think guy the reason why guy talks so much i always say that he like tells a story like he's telling an oral history to his people it's a right? fine i i do a great example of the fine tradition of oral storytelling andrea well yeah <laughs> of course you do of course he does but i think part of the reason why guy talks so much is he likes to hear his own voice <laughs> I'm just a social butterfly. Well, not to encourage you, but yeah, you are a social butterfly and you yes. also have a great voice. So oh, thank you. <laughs> he does. Oh, uh, you know what? I've loved hearing your story, you two, and this conversation, you know, I hear how you two connect so well together. I see that and I feel that in your union. Like you said, Guy, the laughter, you know, it's it's those very important parts of marriage that keep it going and the friendship that you two have i see why you two are such a strong and successful supportive couple you know and i'm so happy for you and this has been so enlightening to hear and i know for everyone all over the world because your story is going to be heard mm-hmm. everywhere we have listeners all over oh fantastic this is inspiration and i'm so honored that you two allowed me to be part of sharing your story today. Oh, Andrea, I would be hugging you forever right now. 
I'm so I'm so grateful. I I just think the world of you. I'm so uh, I'm so happy for you as your friend. I, I see all the wonderful wonderful things that are happening to you, and I think uh, it's rightfully deserved. You are a truly a special special woman, and um, I'm so grateful that you asked Stephen and I to be a part of it. Um, you know, I, I got a great hubby and uh, I got a great friend. So thank you for making my day. <laughs> Aww. And this is the part where we'd give a very long hug. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I was going to, I was going to play high school confidential as our intro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Listeners, that's another story for another time. Trust me. I, this will not be the last that we hear of Guy. Yeah, <laughs> and Stephen, I am so thankful that you are in Guy's life. And I'm so grateful that I got to meet you. And I know that we're going to see more of each other as soon as the world becomes another new place. You know, I'm not going to say returns to normal, but it will become a new place. And yes. my husband and I spending time with you too. Yeah, no, that'd be excellent. I look forward to that too, Andrea. Definitely. Thank you so much for having us on, Andrea. This was fun. This was really fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>